Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader, and I'm sitting with my friend and co-host, Mark Masello. How'd you like that? <laughs> was that a good one? That was pretty good. That was, right? uh, yeah, that was lively. Lively. How you doing, Mark? Uh, I'm very well, Michelle. How are you? You sound very- so professional. <laughs> I'm very well, too. How are you? We could go I feel like I'm in a job interview. <laughs> what are your three qualities? What are your weaknesses? And what are you good at? You know, those questions. Yeah. What are your strengths? Strengths and weaknesses, blah, blah. Anyways, no, for real. Can you answer my question? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. What's um, been going on? Well, let's see. What has been going on? Um, I went on a men's retreat, which was awesome. Nice. Um, with uh, my cousin's church. And he's been with me on a, on a, I almost said grief retreat. I don't know why <laughs> on a men's retreat at, uh, at my old church. Um, so it was cool to like, you know, go with him with, I mean, this church is new to him too, but, um, anyways, it was just kind of neat. And we did some, uh, played some dodgeball, which was awesome. You did? That's so yeah. Funny. I tore it up. <laughs> you know, what was funny too, is, um, this guy comes up to me later on in the day and this, this dude is huge. Like, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing I found out from talking to him. He was a former NFL player. Oh, wow. This dude, he was a linebacker. This dude's right. big and I'm little. So it's like, he seems extra big, right? <laughs> so he comes up to me. He's all, hey man, you know, you pegged me right in the face with that dodgeball. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, it was a great shot. You got me nice. right in the face. I'm all, yeah, that's right. Don't mess with me or next mm-hmm. time I'll peg you, you know? <laughs> Did you <laughs> but, know that dodgeball is not allowed in schools anymore? No, serious? Yeah, seriously. Like since I've been teaching, like they don't allow it. It's too dangerous. Oh my gosh. What about butts up? You remember butts up? What is that? I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh. Where you throw the, uh, you throw the tennis ball at the wall and then like, what was the rule? So like you, if you dropped it, then you had to run and try to tag the wall before somebody else picked up the ball and threw it. If it hit the wall, and then uh, and then I think you spelled butts up. Like never heard of that game. Like, like, like as like in like California horse? thing. Uh-huh. Maybe but you know the basketball game horse. Yeah, you get a yeah. letter. So mm-hmm. and then I think if you got enough letters to spell butts up, if I I might be butchering this. If anybody's heard of it, um, and then you would you had to go stand up against the wall. With your hands on it, uh-uh. while all the other players got to take a shot at you. That's horrible. <laughs> so I'm sure they don't allow that. In no, anymore. definitely not. Anyway, um, didn't mean to take away yeah. your retreat. No, that's we okay. Played yeah, we played dodgeball. Um, we had some good uh, growing moments. I met some good men that um, you know prayed with me, and it was it was neat to um, you know share some stuff. And it was funny because so the theme was on the book of Nehemiah, mm-hmm. and. So we'd we'd listen to like, you know, a sermon and then we'd break into small groups at our table. And they asked the question, they said, and they went around the table asking us, said, what is the time recently that you've experienced a heavy burden or grief? And I was like, "Uh." I got this one. So I felt bad because everyone's like going around the table. (laughs) You're like, wait till you get to me. I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm sorry. Straight up. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm things are about to get pretty dark, you know, cause I'm going to tap it through some real stuff. And I told him I had all these dudes in tears and, um, mm. you know, it was, good. but I was like, whatever. I mean, you know, this could be a growing experience for people. And and this yeah. is what we're all looking for. This is why I came here. I came here to like be vulnerable and, you know, things like that. Uh, let's see what else I've been, uh, I've been, you know, enjoying some of my YouTube channels as last time I remember talking about like dressing better you know, things like that, if that's something that you want to get into. Well, I, um, you know, I've been taking that advice myself and, um, I watch a YouTube video, this guy, uh, his name is Antonio and he has a YouTube channel called real men, real style. And, uh, he's just a real cool dude. I think I'm pretty sure he's a former Marine. Mm -hmm. Um, but he just knows all about like style and etiquette and, you know, um, proper ways to behave. And, you know, I mean, things that like, we know, but he just goes in depth into these different, uh, different topics of like how to carry yourself. Yeah. Like as a man, you know, and and Mm -hmm. also like, you know, how you should be dressing for your age. And, um, and of course the reason I found him is because he's very big into fragrances also like clothes. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I found him. So I've been watching him for a little while, but, um, 
I recently reached out to him uh, and emailed him. Um, and he was just real, like he has three and a half million subscribers, I think, Whoa. something like that. And he actually responds to the email. Wow. And it's I thought, was like, yeah, and he's just very, um, you know, very well-spoken and just seems like just a really nice guy, you know, yeah. and uh, very genuine. And so anyways, I would recommend any men, I know like 25% of our audience is men. I would recommend you check out his YouTube channel. Check he seems like out. a pretty, pretty cool guy. Um, this is not a paid endorsement. He is not a <laughs> friend of mine. I would like to be friends with him, but, uh, he's not a friend of mine. Um, he's just, uh, some guy I found anyway. So, um, what else? Uh, how's mystery girl. Oh, mystery girl. She's so good. Mm, she's awesome. Mystery. She's such a sweetheart. She is yeah. mysterious. Mysterious. Is that a song? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like it was, I think I just made it up though. Um, but yeah, she's great. She's good art. And, um, I just, I, I feel really blessed to have met somebody like her, you know? Um, okay. And, uh, I gotta tell you, you because I have a pet beef. Whenever Joel says someone like you, I'm like, like me or me, like, <laughs> he'll be laughing right now when he listens. He's like, oh, that's awesome. No, 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 but you know what he you. means, right? He, he said, actually in Portuguese, it's a very common phrase. And it means like, I can't remember. He told me this yesterday. We had this whole conversation. It means like, as wonderful as you, like, it means different than someone like, you. anyways, I know what you well, that's meant how too. I would phrase it. Right? Yeah. I know what you meant, but it just made me laugh. Cause I'm always like someone like me or me. Like, yeah. You. I'm like, okay, because you could go try to find someone like me. You're not going to do it. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I'm with Joel on that one. I, I think it's very common to say that and not like, cause you know, I know I've said that to mystery girl. I'm like, you know, right. gosh, I just feel so blessed to have met someone like you. Oh, I can say what that. I mean, what I mean mm. is like that, I, that you're so special. Right. I know her that you're so special right. that I feel so blessed that I met somebody as good as you. Yeah, that's what um, that it means in Portuguese, especially, but I- Maybe I'm secretly Portuguese. <laughs> well, you can't be Portuguese. Portuguese oh yeah, that's a language. the language. Wait, but so wait, you're from Portugal? Well, Brazilians speak Portuguese. May maybe, oh my gosh, we're going to sound so educated, uh, edumacated on our- <laughs> Edit this out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm all let's pause Portuguese. and Google and then re-record this. Portuguese. Well, they speak it in Brazil. I don't okay. think you can, maybe you can be Portuguese. Oh my gosh, this is so, so, so embarrassing for Joel. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up right now for um, me and you only because everybody else in the audience probably knows this. Just look it up. Um. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it is a country. I was right about that. Okay. Right. Um, it's located in the Iberian Peninsula of southwestern Europe. Um, it doesn't help. I don't know. But can you be Portuguese, or do you just um, speak Portuguese? Let's just. I'm gonna type that in. Let's see. Okay. Go ahead, because I think you'll get a better answer than. It seems like yeah. I think. Um, I think so. I think if you're from Portugal, Portuguese Portug citizenships, eight ways you can become Portuguese. Okay. okay. Is Portuguese a nationality? The Portuguese people are a Roman nation and ethnic group indigenous to Portugal who share a common culture, ancestry, and language. So ding, 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 you win. Good job. Romans? Roman Catholic. What did I just say? Roman? I don't oh, know. Never a, mind. A romance nation. <laughs> Oh, romance. Okay. I can't read today either. It didn't say Roman nation. It says romance. <laughs> I'm nation. like, what? I'm confused now. Okay. Anyways, okay, we got way well, sidetracked. What were we doing? Yeah. Portuguese. Uh, yeah. So, oh, anyways. Yeah. Your whole phrase. I was asking about Mystery Girl and then I got into my pet peeve. And yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, anyway. I remember the first time, well, not the first time I met you, but when I was first talking to you, you were like, you're all, you want to know what one of my biggest pet peeves are? I'm like, what? You're like, traffic. I'm like, that's like everybody's pet peeve. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm like, that. that's not a pet peeve. It is like, a pet peeve. That bothers saying, everybody. You saying that? I, I've like, never no. met anybody that's like, I like traffic. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, it is my pet peeve. I hate traffic. 
<laughs> and you're like, I live in California and drive, I don't know, whatever you did in those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Anyways, that's awesome. Pet peeves. It's a pet so, peeve. yeah, pet traffic. peeves. Good times. Traffic good times. and saying someone like you. I'm like, Joel, someone me, like you. Me or someone like me because you're not going to find one. He's like, no, I know. I understand you're one in a million. I don't mean someone like you. It's you. What if he said, I want to sit in traffic with someone like you? Oh, no. He knows I hate traffic. <laughs> I'd be like, go find someone like me to go sit in traffic. Oh, I cracked myself up. That was great. Anyways. Any hooser. Yep. So uh, anyways, that's uh, I think that's what's been up with me. There's, I feel like there's more. Um, I feel like there's like some big stuff. Um, <laughs> well, I hope you're that happened. It. Uh, I've been selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace. That's, that's fun. Awesome. Like what kind but of that's stuff? That's not it. Oh I'm gosh! Curious. Like just look. I just looked around. That well. Okay. I almost said her name. Mystery girl and I. Oh. Are, um, we started a company. Well, she did. She's so competitive. <laughs> but that's she's like, awesome. we're going to have it. a competition. She's like, let's both list a bunch of stuff on Facebook Marketplace and see who raises more money. I love. That. Uh, I'm up to like seven hundred dollars nice. so far. So I'm pretty sure I'm winning. Considering that she, the last time, as at the moment of recording this, she's like, I haven't listed anything yet. Oh, well, <laughs> then it would be the winner. Uh, that's awesome. We, we, I'm just totally teasing. Um, this is mostly just for her laughter purposes, but uh, we, ha- we have a good time like in competition with each other. Yeah, and it's funny because fun. my kids think that um, she's stronger than me. Oh, really? Because, um, because uh, she gave my daughter a piggyback ride yeah for, for like a long time and um my daughter she's like I think she's stronger than you because you haven't given me a piggyback ride that long in a long time and nice. I was like yeah that's because I don't want to like right two perfectly good legs and you're heavy now yeah and um and anyway I was it was just kind of a joke but um but then uh also she, I guess she's strong because she eats spicy foods my oh daughter, that makes you strong yeah she's like maybe that's why she's so strong I'm like you know maybe it is <laughs> so, nice so we have some good uh good laughs at that um yeah yeah so anyways I don't know I can't think if I think of anything else that pops up that's been going on I feel like there's stuff but I can't think of it right now so what's been up with you um teaching again my first full five-day week as a teacher and it was exhausting <laughs> and um yeah I'm, I love each and every one of the kids but I am glad this is for a season <laughs> so yeah um and when their teacher comes back he's amazing they're gonna love him it'll be good and I want to really have more time for the nonprofit that I just um, became a part of so I'm really excited about that I'm busy with football games. So we have like Friday night, there's varsity games, which even on JV, you have to suit up and be there. And uh, Peyton did go in. Unfortunately, I had already sat in the car at that point. (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to share. I had a major grief at the football game. That's Mm. why I was in the car. It was like a thousand people or so. And I have memories of Luke being there and watching Hayden get a touchdown and like all these special memories there. Mm. And so I haven't really, even though I work there, I'm there every day. I haven't been there at night like that in the same environment since then, I don't think. And so I was having flashbacks and I just didn't want to be around a million people. Yeah. So I watched half of it from the stands, but I also had nobody to sit with. I was feeling really alone. Like just, I felt all alone in a crowd of people where you like know people's faces, but not really know them. And so I just was Mm -hmm. not in the mood. So I went to the car and was talking to Joel and just sharing what I was feeling. Um, But apparently then I was like, they're not going to put him in like they're way down. I don't know. You know, like JV doesn't really overgo, but they apparently put him in, but he's like, did you see it? I'm like, well, it was there, but I was in the car, but good job. Anyways, we've had a lot of football and then like Mondays and Tuesdays is JV games. So there's all of that. It's just like every day is so much stuff. Like we have to leave the house at 640 and like, it's just so early. <laughs> so, cause they have a choir before school and anyways. It's good, but I'm thankful it's for a season, but I am enjoying just the little things that the kids say. And um, at parent night, I did share with them that I am a widow and shared a, showed a picture with Luke. And, you know, in case you hear your kids talk about it, because we had this great devotion last week. So I do devotions with them every morning, this cute little kid book called Indescribable. And it was about how God doesn't always answer our prayers the way that we want. So I talked about my kids and I used to pray for my husband to be healed every night, but he wasn't, you know, God chose to heal him in heaven. And sometimes God answers prayers in different ways. So it was like, you know, I'm just kind of using that as ways to teach them sometimes. 
So that was good. Um, it was like a weird week with like little bits of grief here and there. Um, Haley wrote two papers, one for Bible and one for English. And they're both about her dad. She shared them with me the other day. I'm like bawling. She's like, I didn't mean to make you cry. And I'm like, that means you're a great writer. Like when I hear her emotions about how she feels about, it was about picking a certain age and what that was like for you. She picked 14 and how most people, their biggest worry is like school and how that's when her dad died. And, um, and then the other one was just like, kind of like describing, oh, her faith journey and how she always believed her dad would be healed up until the moment he died. And that was really hard for her. She didn't, she was mad for a while, but she talks how she worked through it and she still doesn't understand, but she trusts God. So it was like this beautiful paper, like seeing the, like where they're at now, a few years later, but it definitely made me cry. And then I had this really strange thing happen yesterday at a birthday party. Like where like some of the people knew me, some of them didn't. And somebody saw a picture on my phone of me and Joel. And she was like, oh, is that your husband? And it, it wasn't really grief. It was just awkward. Like I just was like, no, my husband died a few years ago. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was supposed to be just like, yes, you know, like easy conversation. Yeah. And then I was like, it's okay. You know, this is who I'm dating now and blah, blah, blah. But it was just awkward. I don't like being the odd one out. Everyone else there is married, you know, all that stuff. So it was a little interesting, but um, I would say this past week has been hard <laughs> because mm. I'm so tired all the time. Like by the time I get home and then I have to go get Peyton from football practice and then dinner and then try to have time to talk to Joel and then go to bed and do it again. So it's just been a little crazy, but I know it's for a season and I'm just really looking forward to less than two weeks till I see Joel. This is going to be our longest stretch, six weeks, and longest time ever not seeing each other. And so I'll be very, very happy to see him at our college homecoming and um, it'll be a lot of fun. So anyways, let's jump into our topic. I love this title. Thank you, Mark. You came up with this one. It's called Grief is Weird. And Very creative. I know it is creative. Very creative. Okay, I like it. <laughs> so since you came up with the title, what does this mean to you? Well, it's it's complex, um, but grief is weird. It is, right? Boom. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and pray for us. Um, Bye. That about five stars. <laughs> no, it's. Gosh, so wait, why why I thought of this is um, while at that men's retreat. So yeah, uh, I don't know, whatever. I don't know the date right now, but um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. But I think it was yesterday. Was um, would have been Lacey and Mai's, uh nineteen years together. Oh wow! And you know, it's it, I don't know, like on our wedding anniversary, it was like, you know, I had, I had some moments, but it wasn't like a big deal. And, um, I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of loosely brushing over that, but I wasn't expecting to feel anything is what I'm getting at. And yeah. I didn't even tell anybody. And, um, but we, I was at that men's retreat and I remember looking and we were, it was beautiful where we were at. We we're in this, uh, this campground, um, here in Tennessee and actually not far from my house and, um, just beautiful out in the woods, you know, and, uh, where we were worshiping, I could see this, like this window that was up really high. And as I looked out the window, I could see like the treetops and, um, gosh, I just had this like flood of emotions come over me of, um, I, I just really remembered like when I first started dating Lacey and I, I remembered mm. like little, little dates we went on. And yeah. I remembered this one night we, um, you know, just drove up into the hills and we um, parked uh, her truck and we got into the back, like, you know, with like sitting on the tailgate. Yeah. And um, and she had like a little CD player or something. <laughs> and uh, this is, you know, pre-MP3. Yeah, cool. And um, <laughs> anyway, so bless you. So Thank she you. put in some, um, she put in some CDs that, you know, some music that, you know, I would love if I heard it as, as her, you know, it was a bunch of country music and, Aww. um, you know, I was like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You're like, I love country. <laughs> yeah. I love country music. No. Um, but you know, and then she's like, you've never heard of Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. Mm. I'm like, no. And then she's like, oh my gosh. And so she pops in this other CD and, um, we we're just sitting in the back of it, but it just, you know, it took me back. And I remembered right. like 
getting to know Lacey, uh, you know, on, on an intimate level and not like just as my friend. Um, and I don't know, I just had all these really good memories um, just kind of flood over me. And it just made me think, gosh, grief is so weird. Like, I, so I was weird. just sitting here. I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't even thinking about it. I literally right. looked out the window as I remembered the date and just got flooded with mm -hmm. all these emotions. And um, I, I was, you know, my eyes were filling with tears and, um, you know, plus I also, I talked about her a lot this weekend because right. we were, uh, like I said, we were studying the book of Nehemiah and they asked like, have you had any, yeah. sure, did I, did I say that to you or did I say that? On, you said it on here. I did yeah. say it on here. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry. I was like spacing out. I'm like, wait, when did I say that? <laughs> Um, so, you know, it was kind of like, you know, you're just, and then, you know, and then that led me to, you know, I met this guy and then he's like, oh my gosh, he's like, I'm going to bring my friend here tomorrow. And he, he also lost his wife to cancer. Oh, and wow. I'd just love for you to like, talk to him. And, you know, I did have to tell him that, you know, like I'm, you know, I've, I've made it past it. You know, I, I, it's been two years. I've found a lot of healing and you know, these different things, but it just, it's just weird. Like it is weird. It, it just hits you out of nowhere. You just really, you know, I always think about Lacey and right. Um, like always, you know, I always think about her and I mean, how could you not, you know, right. And not only was I with her for so long, but she was just a wonderful woman. I think about her all the time and, um, you know, but it, and it's just, but you don't want to stay stuck right. in this place. <laughs> you want to move past it. And so we, you and I anyways, and a lot of, I know a lot of people listening, we, we spend so much of our time trying to focus on moving forward. Right. And, um, because we have two options, we either stay and wallow in it or we try to move forward. Um, and so anyways, uh, it just is weird when you're not expecting it just all of a sudden out of left field, you're like, Oh mm -hmm. gosh. And the, the impact of what you've been through can hit right. you really hard right. too. And you just kind of forget, you are like, yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And when you're around a bunch of people, who haven't been through it yes. and you're talking about it a lot at a retreat like I was and mm -hmm. it just kept coming up in different conversations you know and um and just seeing people's reactions right really made me like oh yeah like this isn't like a normal you know because for us in the widowed community it becomes very normal yeah like it's mm -hmm. just our life it's what we've been through it's you know we're widows or widowers or whatever you know what I mean we're widowed yeah. And, uh, but then when you are around a bunch of people that haven't been through it and you see the reactions and you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like it is crazy what we've been through and you just kind of forget. So anyways, summing all that up into a single breath, um, <laughs> that was a lot. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but so no, what, are, what are your, what are your thoughts well, on I think it, being weird? So many things, but like, you can just be, yeah, like you said, bam, something will hit you and you're all of a sudden in a different world. And you're remembering all these things and like something can just trigger it, like a, a smell, a location, a food, like whatever, a date. And all of a sudden you are not where you're at. You're there physically, but your mind is somewhere else. And it also reminds me to be patient with other people who knows what they have going on in their mind. You know, they may be totally triggered by something and be brought to their own grief or their own moment, just like just strange. I was actually thinking about that on Friday night at the football game, all these people having a great time, all the, and it was just like, I was just missing. It was like all these families with little kids and families and just missing that my kids are older, missing that my oldest is at college. It's just me, you know, sitting there with Haley's with her friends, Peyton's playing the game and I'm just by myself. And then if people are, people are weird, we should call us people are weird. Like if they, especially if they haven't seen me in a while, then they're weird because I'm, it's just strange. Like I ran into another person today at church who haven't seen for years. And I don't even know if she knows. I, I think, I don't know if we're connected on Facebook or not, but she was like, do you remember me? We used to work together. I'm like, yeah. And then she just asked questions about the kids. And I don't know if she didn't, like, it's just weird. Like she didn't ask, but like, anyways, back to Friday night, just thinking about how I'm in this, I'm looking at this spot off right off the field where Hayden came running after his, you know, after the game, after he had made a touchdown and Luke literally picks him up. I have a whole video of it and is like, that's my boy. And was all excited. I'm staring at this spot. Nobody having a clue what's going through my head. Like that mm. is where my late husband, like had this great moment with my son. And it was just like, wow, grief is weird. Like 
they don't even have a clue. And then the other grief is weird is like death flashbacks happen a lot to me. Like, Mm -hmm. and just like all of a sudden, like my husband died, like in front of me, like, Mm -hmm. whoa, so weird. Just, it'll hit me like all of a sudden. And I think I was thinking about things because I found, so when I was in third grade, which is third grade is what I'm teaching. I started a prayer journal. Like we write letters to God at school. So I'm doing that with my kids. And I told them, I will find my old prayer journal and I will bring it. So I was looking through all these old journals and I found an old journal from when I started dating Luke and just reading my feelings about him. Oh, this guy, Luke asked me out, like the whole story, just going Mm. through all of it. And like, then I'm like, maybe Luke will be my husband. And then like, I love so Luke so much. He asked me to marry him. I read the whole thing like yesterday, like morning. I read a lot of it to Joel too, just to like, remember what that was like. And he got to kind of participate in my whole journey. And it was just little did I know. And then like, so in the same hope chest where I have all these journals and I have like our wedding stuff, I also have the extra, like um, when they're not called brochures, like a pamphlet that it was from Luke's celebration of life it has a picture of him on the front mm-hmm. with everything that happened. And I'm like, what if I would have known then? Like it has my wedding vows and like all his wedding stuff in the soap chest, but I also have his death stuff. Like how weird is that? Like, what if I would have known? What if I could have seen into the future? Like, I, I like to believe that I still would have married him and done all that, but it's also really painful. Like, but I, I believe that I would have, because I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't be who I am today, but I wouldn't want to know like at all. I wouldn't want to know either, but you know, for me personally, looking back, like I would, I would not only absolutely do it again, I I would sign up to go through the whole crazy cancer battle again to have, you know, I, I would sign up to have the year and a half ish of, um, suckiness to have the previous 10 and a half years of greatness and, yeah. um, and so, I don't know. I, I think if you, you know, yeah, I, I think you would, is all I'm saying. No, I, I would, would too, but he was sick 16 and a half out of 17 years. It was yes. really hard. It was it's different. Yeah. I mean, of course I would. I'm so glad, just like we say, and, you know, I was chosen, like God chose me to be his wife and just like reading back all my journal entries and just seeing like, this was part of God's plan. Like this entry I'm like talking about, I was about to break up with him because I thought I was supposed to marry a missionary or a pastor. And I was like, he's not those things. And then I, I remember this conversation. My mom changed like the trajectory of my life. Cause she was like, maybe that's not what God has for you. Like God didn't tell you, you're going to, you're going to marry a missionary. You're going to marry a pastor. Like, you know, maybe he is the one for you. And then I was like, yeah, maybe he is. And then I was like, totally in love with him, ready to marry him. And just like how that one conversation changed my whole life. And, um, but it was God's plan for me to be his wife and to there's just like, there was no one else for Lacey to walk her through. There was no one else for Luke than me, like, Mm -hmm. and to walk our kids through this and, you know, yours were very young, but it's something you're probably going to continue to walk them through. They're going to have more emotions as they become teenagers and they want to know more about their mom or they, you know, it's a, you know, it's going to continue, but it's a thing for you to walk them through. As, yeah. I think as our kids age and like, then my kids become adults. And then, you know, it's just like, we'll always be doing that. But yeah, grief is, it can be really weird and like hit you out of nowhere. And I think it's mm-hmm. what, it's what you do with it. Let yourself feel it. What we feel we heal and then try to move forward. It's, it's, you don't want to get stuck in it. Now, if you're in the beginning, like that's different. I feel like you have to have longer crying sessions and all of that. <laughs> like you have to mm-hmm. just get it all out. I know what's what it was in church today. This song, um, it's by Mosaic and it's called Jesus. And I used to listen to that. I remember Luke was in a scan and I was listening to it over and over. And I remember like he was asleep at home and he was very sick. And I was crying on the bedroom floor, listening to the song, just crying out to God and just like remembering those feelings of being so desperate for God. And I was like, God, I want to be that desperate for you again. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen like that. But I remember those feelings and that like, that comfort that God brings, especially when you are, it's more about, I need to seek him more like I did in that time. Mm. And, um, you know, I was just praying about that. And anyways, grief is weird. Like I, I don't really know how else to say it, except for it is weird. And it's, you have to go through it in order to, you know, you can't go around it. Can't go under it. Can't go over it. You've got to go through it. It's the only way to, my kids have that book, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I used to do that with um, going on a bear hunt. Yeah, I used to do yeah. that with my kindergartners. So I used to sing it to the kids yes. instead of reading it. Sorry, that just threw me exactly. off. I'm like, oh, I haven't thought of that one in a while. Right? Can't so go over um, it. Can't gotta go, gotta gotta go, go through, through it. it. And that's how I think about grief. Like you have to go through it in order to you get do. to the other side. And there'll still be pieces of grief forever. Like big milestones, you know, we all have these milestones that are going to come up and kids graduations and marriages and like um, all of this stuff. It's going to bring up more grief, but it's, yeah. what we, it's what you do with it. It's just like anything that you don't want to dwell on. It's like, what do you do with the thought? Okay, I'm going to feel it. I'm feeling sad for a moment, but then I could change the memories to happy memories in my head and think about something good that happened with Luke or mm. think about something that I'm excited about in my current life. It's, and it's so weird. I don't know if you experienced this. Like, it's like, I have two different lives. Like I had a life with Luke and now I have one with Joel. It's oh, like yeah. so trippy sometimes. Like what, like these p- pictures popped up from three years ago, a couple of days, three years ago, we were in Disneyland with Luke. And he was really sick. It was like when we got this free trip from the Dream Foundation and we were there and I'm like, that feels, I even showed Haley. She's like, it feels like longer than three years ago. I'm like, I know, like I had a 100% complete different life. I lived in a different house. I had a different husband. I wasn't, I didn't have, I had a different job. Like it's so strange to be like, whoa, I have this, but yet now I have this life I have a different house a different uh, boyfriend a different you know just like all of this and it very much brings a feeling of what the heck happened to my life yeah yeah like what happened you know like you know I've thought about this recently and you know Lacey and I had all these plans for the future you know we had plans and ideas and desires and dreams and um boom they're just over they're gone all that planning, all the inside jokes, everything just over, it's done. And uh, it's, even though I saw it coming, it's still, it's so abrupt. Yeah. It's, it's so like, oh my gosh, like, did that really happen? Right. And, and, you know, in the, going back to the like grief is weird thing. Like I was sitting next to my daughter on the couch um, the other day and she like looked over to the side and just the way she looked, mm. I, I just, my eyes just got all watery and she looked back at me and I was like, you look exactly like your mommy. Like Mm -hmm. you look just like her. And she got all like kind of bashful and she liked hearing that, you know? Yeah. But for me, I was like, it just made me realize how much I miss her. And yeah. And I didn't want to cry in front of the kids. Um, just because, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I did want to cry and I did, and I didn't really, tell that to anybody because it's kind of like what I don't really need to tell that to anybody you know I went and cried and got it out but um I don't know if I've shared it on here I know I've shared it with you um but I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast but um these these researchers did an experiment on tears and I Mm. think you'll know what I'm talking about um and they had uh they had a group of people and they had them watch um first they had them like cutting onions Mm-hmm. and they took a sample of those tears and put them under a microscope then they had them watch a really sad movie and they took a sample of those tears and put them under a microscope when they were cutting onions the tears were just saline like just yeah. salt just salt water um but the tears from the sad movie were filled with like toxins mm, um and so it's like, you know, that that's why it is really important that when you feel like crying to like get it out, because yeah, you have you know, our body has like, you know, chemicals running through it and stuff like that. And so if you have, um, you know, grief can cause I don't know the science behind it, but I know that that part of it was true. Yeah. And, um, you know, that they they found that these tears that were from emotions were like filled with bad toxins. And so it really is good to get that stuff out of your body. And you feel better, right? After yeah. you cry, you feel mm-hmm. better. Um, and that might be why. I don't know. I don't know the exact science behind it, but just to like encourage people that like don't don't hold it back if you feel like you need to cry. There's nothing wrong with it, especially for us men, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only say that because you know, men are less likely to um you know, we're more like, I can't cry. Men don't cry. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so, uh, 
you know, just, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing, uh, there's nothing that makes you more macho Mm -hmm. by not being able to cry. In fact, I would argue that it's the opposite. I would argue men that, that are, uh, able to touch on their emotions are actually more of the manlier men in my book. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Jesus wept shortest verse in the Bible. Yep. Um, and he was the toughest man that ever lived bar none. Um, and so, yeah, anyways, um, that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Worst. <laughs> um, Hello. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about grief is weird. You know, it's just can hit you. Well, let's, let me ask you a question then. Okay. okay. Um, what is a time you can think of where you were happy. You were totally happy, not a thing going on negative in your mind. And then all of a sudden you got hit with grief. Well, can you it, think? Yeah. I know that's right off the top of the head, but oh, can you? very, very came right to my mind as you were saying it. Um, Joel took me to Disney World on my birthday and just right at the gate, everything looks just like Disneyland, like right when mm-hmm. you're walking in. And I just like told you, we went to Disneyland and like I just had flashbacks of being there with Luke and it just came, I was in the happiest place on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just came over me and I just had to like cry and take a minute. It just felt like I was in the same place that I was with him. So yes, mm. grief is weird. It can even make you cry in Disneyland. Yeah. And, and so, that yeah, happiest place on earth, my butt. <laughs> hey, it's pretty happy. I'm just like kidding. It. I love Disneyland. I, yeah. I lived, I lived like five minutes away from right. there, which I remember I've dropped that in other episodes before, you know, that me and Mickey were homies, right. uh, but I, I had the annual pass and uh, nice. I took Alexis there like three times a week. It was awesome. I love Disneyland. I used to take her on small world all the time. Nice. Did you get sick of it? It's a small, small world, world after all. all. We are good. Yeah. It's I used to know a lot more of the songs. No, I, I never got tired of it. It's so relaxing for me. I do like that. And vibe. it feels so cool in there. Like, yeah. like cold. And so on hot days, like going on Small World was amazing. And I love the smell. There's no small smell in oh, Small Oh, there world. is such a smell. What oh is my the gosh. smell in it's Small this, World? It's something that they do to the water, I think, because it's the same smell oh. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I do know that smell a little bit, like the water smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same smell. Oh, in I guess small I didn't world. notice. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe you need to go on Small World. I do need to go on it again. Whatever. I have been on it many times. Mm-hmm. You would oh. know about the smell if you've been I forgot, on it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Luke and I have this really cute picture. In fact, it popped up for three years ago, like kissing in front of the castle, Small World. Super cute. I think I've seen that. Is it yeah, on Facebook? I have posted on Facebook before. I think I posted it last year, but this year I didn't. Okay. But, yeah. You know, that super actually, um, it's super random, but it, it reminded me of this. I had a, a memory pop up on Facebook today. Yeah. And um, I'm going to share it because I wrote something a year ago. Um, I was going through some stuff and we were already, we were doing the podcast at that point. Yeah. And um, I had just started thinking about moving out of state and had some stuff going on, uh, just some stuff that was uh, things that I felt like were secure in my life that um, became insecure or unsecured, I guess. But anyways, so uh, I remember this very well. The verse of the day in my Bible app was, abide in me and I in you, Mm. as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And that's John 15, 4. And after reading that, I wrote this. I had to ask myself some difficult questions after reading this verse of the day. Am I abiding in Jesus every day? Am I trusting in his will for my life? Am I getting sidetracked with what's going on in the world? I have been going through a difficult season. I have had some big things on my mind. It's so easy to forget about what's important while facing trials. It's so easy to get caught up in what I see happening uh, around me and in the world. I am wasting time worrying and not producing fruit for God's kingdom. My feelings are valid. My fears are real. But my faith in God's purpose for my life and my trust in his will 
are not as strong as they should be. I give in to my fears and worries. That is not from God. I get concerned about the darkness in the world. Why? I firmly believe God is in control. I wish my heart could speak to my anxiety and talk some sense into it. I'm typing this for myself, but maybe someone else can relate. I am supposed to be a light to the world. I'm supposed to abide in Christ. I feel like I'm abiding in my worries. I'm supposed to shine the light of Christ through my actions, but sometimes I foolishly choose to be recluse as to not trouble people with my pain or my grief. Mm -hmm. Not many can relate to what I have felt and witnessed. God blesses me with strength faithfully, yet I sometimes trample on that gift with the fears I allow myself to feel. I am a child of his. I have faith in the son of the most high God. He turns my sadness into joy. I must abide in him and him alone. Faith in Christ is the only thing that is constant in this ever-changing world. I'm deeply greatly to those of you who pray for my children and I. We always need and appreciate it. May God bless you and us. Mm, and Thank you. And reading it today, knowing now a year later that... <laughs> what God was going to bless me with in this move to Tennessee. Like mm. I was, I was just starting to pray. Right. Terrified about moving to Tennessee, but I just felt, yeah, I just felt I was supposed to move here for some reason. And, um, you know, these, just these, I just remember the feeling of like, God, what, what is happening to my life? Like what is going to happen? Like with my kids, like, how am I going to raise these guys? And, you know, and honestly, I was, I was afraid. And, um, it just goes to show you that like, you know, I was right. And, and I guess rather what God was putting on my heart was right. That like, I need to be trusting in him. And so now I'm looking at, I'm looking at the heart Facebook memories are interesting because yeah, I, was looking, I was looking at my heart from a year ago. Yeah. I, I really poured out my heart into my words and, um, and my fears and, it's just so interesting to now look at it from a year later and be like, wow, God like was moving me to a place where everything was going to feel normal with my kids. My kids were going to go to school. My kids are going to be doing well in school. Um, I'm going to meet an amazing girl through this podcast that once I move there, I'll be close enough Yeah, that's awesome. that, that we could consider dating. And, mm -hmm. um, and I didn't even really know, you know, I mean, we had, you know, kind of chatted back and forth a couple times here and there through the podcast Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought she was cute, you know, but that's as mm -hmm. far as it went, you know, <laughs> she lived, she lived all the way across the country. You know? Right. Uh, but now I'm all the way across the country and uh, crazy. And it was like, you know, and then she reached out to me and that's just one, one facet. I mean, that's a big one, but that's just one facet of like what God had in store for me and my kids here in Tennessee. And they've met, my kids have met teachers that love them and mm, care so much so about what they've been through and are they're checking in on them and, and they, they recommended um, them for counseling and the counselor comes and gets Alexis from her, her class two days a week. And oh, we have awesome. a normal, yeah, we just have a normal environment. We wake up in the morning, they go to school. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just, it's, it's so just great. normal. It's not yeah. dropping my kids off at a friend's oh house gosh. at, four o'clock in the morning and Insanity. that sucked yeah. that was terrible to like lift my kids out of bed every single morning I can't I was exhausted right and I gotta wake my kids up or not wake them up I gotta get them out of bed at four in the morning go walk them to my car one mm -hmm. at a time buckle them in their seat belts drive them to my friend's house carry them into the house you know what I mean the whole mm -hmm. you know one at a time and then drive an hour to work work all day and then drive an hour back, pick mm. them up. By the time I got back home, it was like, all right, hurry up, get some dinner, get in the bath, let's get to bed. And um, right. so it was like, you know, I don't know. It just felt, it, it just was, I don't know. It was just weird. And I had, and, you know, and I just had some other big stuff that happened at that time that I just, you know, would rather remain, mm -hmm. you know, private about, but um, they were very scary it was a very scary, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? You know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's interesting looking. I just wanted to share that because those of you who are feeling something like that now, I wanted to share with you that 
um, the you from one year away mm -hmm. from now will yeah. feel a lot differently. Yes, and it doesn't 100%. mean that everything will be completely solved right. or whatever it might be. But I just want to encourage you that what you're feeling right now, you might look back at it in a year. Let's say you make a post about it today, about what you're feeling in your heart and you're able to just convey through your words. I'm friends with some of you on Facebook and some of you are really great writers. And I see yeah. you writing about your grief and mm -hmm. um, I'm so like, wow, good. that's beautiful. Um, and you might get memories a year from now. Um, I know some of our listeners actually are coming up on one year and I just want you to know that um, I, I pray for you because um, it's hard. But if you look at your memories from a year from now, you might be like, whoa, I wasn't trusting in God. And so I just want to encourage you now to trust in God's will for your life. Um, mm -hmm. That it doesn't mean that you're going to approve of what happened to you. It doesn't mean that you're going to be like, oh, I'm so glad that he or she right. died. Like, I'm definitely oh, yeah. not saying that. No. We'll, we will never feel that, of no. course, you know? So I'm never, I don't want it to ever sound like I'm saying that, but it's like, you can find happiness accepting what has happened to you. It doesn't mean that you're ever okay with it. I'm never right. going to be okay with it. I'm always right. going to be like, dang it. I wish that never happened. Right. You know? Always, you know, of course, but but we're also, we're bound to reality and we have to yeah. accept what has happened. And then you can find happiness, even though kind of a thing. So anyways, that's my, um, oh, good. You know, that's my novel. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's really good. And a lot of people will be able to relate to what you wrote then and what you're saying now. And I think that is huge. Like that's why, like, I've always been a big journaler and that's why it's so huge for me to have these journals and look back and like, I can look back at my journals right after Luke died and just see that I'm in such a different place. And that's hopefully mm -hmm. to encourage all of you listening that it's going to get better. Like, that's my main thing. I like to share all the time. Like it's going to get better. So yeah. And Michelle and I, um, when we first started doing this podcast, um, and even before that, so, you know, like, I remember how I felt, I don't know, you hear, this is what I'm getting at, like, you hear us now, we're happy, we're joking, we, you know, fool around, but um, we went through very, very difficult seasons yeah. in the beginning, very dark, scary, um, refusal to accept it, like, just um, depression and loneliness and grief uh, right. heavy grief and mm -hmm. and sadness and I'll never date anybody again right yeah. nobody is good enough nobody would mm -hmm. be good enough um you know and all these things so I just want you to know with those things you're thinking right now Michelle and I felt that stuff and of course not perfectly not everything that you feel we felt but like we felt things that you don't hear in our voices now right um and uh you know some of you have been listening for a long time you know and some of you that have listened to episode one and episode two where we share our stories and even the couple beginning episodes, like you, you know, where we were at. Um, but you know, here we are now we've recorded our journey for how long now? A year and a half, almost. A year and a half. It was like May of 2021. So yeah, I think I was, I think I was at eight months. Yeah. Yeah. May 20. That's right. So, mm -hmm. so, so we're still, yeah. so it, we just passed a year. Yeah. In May of past year. And um, yeah. Yep. Okay. So like a year and three months, a year yeah. and a quarter. Okay. Got it. Um, so anyways, but you know, that's, we've traveled this yeah. on air. Yeah. Go back and listen. If you want to hear like yeah. the journey, you can, it's all there. We were very much in a different place. And even we had already been talking for a few months before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so we really were there for each other in the beginning of this journey. Um, and, uh, so we, we've seen each other through some, some darkness and, and, you know, both, yeah. both just, you know, relating to each other and, and understanding that like, you know, like we both had these feelings of like, oh no, like I could never, nobody would ever be good enough to like date right. again, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so, uh, just wanted, you know, I, I just say this to encourage you all that if you're at the beginning of this and the, that you do have those feelings that um, uh, to just, you know, be encouraged that your your heart will change 
your sadness will change. And even though, you know, it might take you longer than it took us, um, I can almost guarantee you that in a year from now, it won't be as heavy and as hard as it is right now. And so I just want to encourage you in that. That's why I made that video on our Facebook page um, is because I just started remembering like, oh yeah, like not everybody is where Michelle and I are at. Mm -hmm. Like there are people that are in that dark, Mm. horrible place and they're just, they're seeking. They're so desperately like seeking some kind of hope and and joy and something to to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I remember that. That's why I joined a bunch of widowed pages on Facebook because I was just, I needed something to hold on to and I needed people that that understood. I, I remember this, um, somebody reached out to me in the beginning and they said, welcome to, and I'm just, you know, they said it a little more grown up than I'm going to, but um, they said, welcome to the crappiest club in the world. Yeah. And just hearing that, I was like, yeah, it is a crappy club. <laughs> like, you know, like, so that was like, I, I was seeking something to hold on to. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, um, you were there too. So, so mm-hmm. Michelle, what would you, what would you say to somebody in the beginning who they might not feel like grief is weird yet. Like grief might not be weird for them yet. Grief might just still be heavy, sucky grief. Mm. So, you know, what, what can you think of to say to somebody in the beginning? It will get better. (laughs) I like throwing you on the spot. I know. No, it will get better. We're not scripted. So just bear with us. Yeah. Yeah. I used to try to get us to be scripted. (laughs) Threw that out the window a long time ago. That was awesome. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see your notes. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see. Let's make sure we didn't say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Remember we had to check our verses with each other? Yes. Versus what verses do we even do? That? Um, I, mean, I have I mean, that once, same one. No, I mean, and we, we should sometimes we do because when we, think we should. Us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, but we, you know, I've thought about this because we are a Christian podcast and mm-hmm. we, you know, I, I think we should do, but a lot of times now it was, it was much simpler in the beginning <laughs> because, you know, we're 56 episodes. Is, yeah. Uh-huh. We've been, we've so, been here a while, you know, in the beginning, our, our topics were much easier to relate to Bible verses, yeah. but like what Bible verses there to relate to grief is weird, you know, Bible verse on grief being weird. Like <laughs> yeah. we've covered them. We've covered all the Bible we verses have. on grief, you know, pretty much. Um, and so it's not that we have gotten any less Christian um, or any less faithful, um, but you know, it's just, it is hard to, to think of Bible verses to relate, but I do want to start doing that more and just give people yeah. Um, Bible verses to encourage them. Um, you know, just the Bible is, is the li- the living um, word of God, right? And so sometimes we might say a verse and someone's like, oh man, like I really needed to hear that. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, that's, yeah. Did you want me to answer the you- question though? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, I don't know really what else to say if somebody is like in their grief, but the grief isn't weird yet. Um, well, do you know what I mean by that? Kind of. It gets better. You just mean they're in that dark season? Well, yeah. Like they're like, I mean, grief isn't weird for them yet. Grief is just like life. Like that's life. Okay. Yeah. Well, the grief is going to become less and you're going to have more of a normal life. And then grief will feel weird to you because it will come out of nowhere. But you'll be in, instead of, I know I've said this a billion times, instead of like, it's dark clouds and a tiny bit of sunshine every once in a while you're going to be in the sunshine with a little bit of clouds so then the clouds will be the grief and it'll be weird when you see it like right mm-hmm. now it's just what's happening every single day but eventually it will switch so i guess that's to give my um what i say again it will get better I yeah that would be no that's great advice. and actually i was glad you if you didn't bring that up right now i was going to ask you because you um in the video you made on facebook recently Okay, I think I uh, you bit. brought that up and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And that's so powerful. Yes. Um, you know, it's like you live somewhere where it's raining all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like you said, just, you know, repeating yeah. the same thing you said, because it's your, you know, wisdom, but um, it's like, you know, you live somewhere that's raining all the time and every now and then you get to go on vacation somewhere where it's not, that's like what grief is like in the beginning. Yeah. But then, then it's like, you live somewhere where it barely ever rains and then it does rain every now yeah. and then. And so it does just switch. And that's such a great uh, analogy of how it really is. That's totally yeah. how it is. 
yeah. at first it's like just storm clouds. Your whole life is storm clouds. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you start seeing little rays of sunshine poking yeah. through. And then there are fewer and farther between, but you see them. But yeah, anyway, sorry, go on. And I feel like, so then it's sunny, but then sometimes like you could have a season that's really good. Like I meet the most amazing man and it's, I'm on a tropical island now. Like it's tropical. And then tropical, the island breeze, all of nature, wild and free. That's not, this is where I long to be. La Isla Bonita. You don't remember that one? Well, the Madonna? Bonita, that sounds kind of familiar. Beautiful island, I think. No, La Isla I like Bonita. it. That was good. But anyways, yes, you're yeah, on this sorry. beautiful <laughs> island. And then sometimes it'll be like, what is that cloud doing here? Mm. And then it's it's kind of weird for a little bit. And you share it with, with your person on the island. And they're there for you. And they're like, yeah, that is weird. Like, do you want to talk about the cloud? I'm here if you want me to talk about the cloud. Mm, and then cool. then boom the cloud passes so it's and then just, here's this gorgeous man just left over there the, he is the storm and, he's like, and he goes do you want to take my plane and i'm like <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> okay Wait. totally unrelated but did you find out what the cologne was no i did i forgot i did mention something about oh and when he said he learned a lot about cologne stuff from you while he was just listening to the podcast like two days ago but oh, no that's cool but wait, there was another line. He's like, oh, you could tell Mark, I say that line too. What was it? Oh my goodness. It was something about take my plane and some, I will remember. It was. Oh, the, what, what, what you said? No, he said a line that was like, take my plane, but it was like something else too. Well, so, you said um, my, you said my, uh, oh my gosh, Brazilian cologne. Oh yeah. But I don't said, think, but there was something, no. He my Brazilian me, cologne and take my plane or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I know he said something to me recently that I was like, he's like, oh, he's. I thought he you said. I thought you were saying no. he said something that he heard in the podcast. Okay. No, like another line. I'm gonna have it for next time because it was it was really good. It was something. Okay. Well, is it I like appropriate? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! It was something seriously uh was about i like like, i like him and i love him and sometimes like it don't copy me listen listen okay (laughs) wait i want to share the story when the first time he told me he loved me and then he'd be like i like you i'm like i thought you loved me he's like i love you and i like you like i like you like i just want to be around you like that's awesome you're my best friend so it doesn't mean i don't love you so he tells me all the time too like i like i'm like but i love you he's like i like you and i love you (laughs) They're two separate things, Michelle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like a downgrade. Did you just downgrade me? Because you told me you love me, like <laughs> on the first time you ever told me, and then you told me you like me. I was all confused. But he's like, no. I've always wanted to like a girl like you. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, like me or me. I'm a like, girl like me. <laughs> I don't like that phrase. Like, it better I know. Be like That's me. what I'm teasing you about it. No, Anyways, he's yeah, he's a cool guy. He's he uh. I, I, can, I just got a really good vibe. You know, obviously the only time I've talked to him is when um, we you know, interviewed him. Um, but I, I, I could, I don't know. It's just one of those people that you just like get a really good vibe talking to them. And you're like, 100%. He's like a good guy, you know? And he's like, it's always like, uh, I just talked to this person about Jesus. Like he's always oh, like cool. on and like um when he, with his passengers and then like the, these friends came over and he's like they really needed jesus today we were talking about it. it's just like i love it like you know it might be kind of scary if your pilot's talking to you about jesus though <laughs> they're all you, just because he's like you know he's responsible for your life oh okay, and he's like hey uh, just curious do you guys know jesus they're like <laughs> we go down <laughs> okay here's a fun fact did you know there are parachutes in planes did I tell you? I didn't know that. So he's like, he's told me this a couple of times. Anything happens to me, if I pass out, you pull that and then we'll pair it. You'll parachute down. I'm like, well, don't let anything happen to you. What? Like, he's wait, like, like an ejector seat? No. Okay. So if he like passed out or something and like, uh-huh. there's nobody to fly the plane, you pull this lever and a parachute comes above the plane and it turns off the engine and you just float down. Oh, cool, oh, I see right? what you're saying. Yeah, like it turns the plate into like a glider kind of a thing. Yeah. So. I see. So for a second, okay, so I got confused. But then at the end, what I thought you were saying is like if the pilot passes out, that there's a parachute for you, <laughs> oh. that you can jump out of the plane and you're like, well, 
Good luck. I hope you wake up before the plane. <laughs> it would save everybody on the plane, oh, not just me. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You're like, well, best of luck to you. I'm best of luck. Apparently, you're not going to make it. So. Yeah. Oh, no, no. that's funny. It's really that's cool. Really, like, gosh, that must be a huge parachute. It must be. I don't know. He's like, don't pull it. Like, cuts off the engine. But in case something happens to me. And he was telling the other passenger with me. He was telling both of us. I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow, that's really fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah, so on the smaller planes, it's a Cessna. Cessna. Yes, Cessna. Mm -hmm. Good old Cessna. I've heard of that. That's what he flies. You know what's funny? Uh, You know what? We we talked about this on air, right? Well, um, you'll know what I'm talking about in a second. I got a Facebook ad that popped up that said, do you want to learn how to become a pilot? (laughs) So awesome. I was like, stop listening to me. Stop it. Just that Stop is it to is me. so weird when those oh it's kind of creepy happen. I mean it's you know it's totally public knowledge like you can right. I, I'm on I moved on from my phone. My phone listens to me. Everybody knows that. Right. I've moved on. I think my phone reads my mind. I'm not <laughs> joking. I'm not joking either. You're like There's I never said that, that out I, loud. I never said that out loud. That was some weird thought that I had. And then all of a sudden I'm getting this pop of bad. It's like do you remember the Marvel game from the 80s? I'm like that is weird. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, That's a really actually strange. there was there was one um, that was super weird where I was uh, I used to like sharpen my knives with like a okay. like a like a whetstone like this don't yeah, yeah. this isn't going anywhere scary um, but you know it's you use so you pour water on this stone and you sharpen yes. your your knife with it right and uh, I was thinking how neat it would be I was only thinking it I did not say it to anybody it's not the kind of thing you say out loud. I was thinking how cool it would be if there was something that just like went over your sink um, that that I could put this thing on top of and, and have it get wet and it not matter that it spills off the sides because it's just dropping yeah. into the sink. Like the next day, I see this thing pop up on Facebook and they, they advertised it for um, like washing, uh, I think it was like for peeling vegetables or something, but oh. it, it was... It was exactly That's what I was thinking. And it was That's in really an crazy. ad. And I'm like, why did that, that there's no algorithm that should have made right. that pop up on my, you know, Facebook, the ads that pop up aren't random. They're right. targeted towards you. That's, oh, you yeah. find that out. That's very readily available information. So anyways, a lot of people out there think I'm a conspiracy theorist now. That's okay. But a lot of you, I bet know exactly what I'm talking about. You're like, yeah, my phone reads my mind too. Right. So anyways, we should start a secondary podcast. Called my phone reads my mind. Called Mark's weird thoughts. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but anyways, so yeah, that's, uh, so yeah. That was right along the uh, the lines of what we've been talking about. Grief, grief is weird. weird. You know, grief is weird. It makes you think weird things. You know, that's right. Okay, I think we we cover this. Do you think we're good? I think so. Yeah. All right. Do you want to? I mean, uh, we learned so much. I mean, <laughs> I did not know that planes had parachutes. That I is know. seriously cool. It's very cool. And Joel, dude, what's your cologne? Tell me okay. about your cologne. Yeah, let's. We'll get the name of it. I yeah, I want to know. I know for real, but. I always like learning about new, uh, I hope it's not some um, niche brand that's like, you know, $400 for 50 mils. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess not. I don't okay. think he would spend that much money on some cream. Yeah. Anyways, no, it's not his style. All right. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, you wrap I'll it pray. Up? yeah. Okay. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, Lord, I just, uh, just want to, praise you and praise your name and thank you for helping us get through difficult times and, and walking walking us through it even when it feels sometimes like you're not there you are and um i just thank you for being faithful to us even when we're not faithful to you and i pray lord that you would lift up everybody listening to this right now lord and give them some encouragement um and that those those that are nearing that one year mark or some in some cases have just passed the one year mark lord i i pray lord that you would um just be with them and and just give them this heart that like you got them through the year and that you'll continue to carry them um and i know for some of them um it's been it's been more difficult the more time that goes by and um lord i pray for healing for their hearts i pray that you would um give them supernatural strength and um, joy and wisdom and guidance and everything that they would need 
um, to get through this season of life, um, you know, just get through these cold months, so to speak, um, Lord. And I, I just, I pray for all of us that you would comfort us and, and just take care of us. Um, yeah, I pray for boldness for those listening and um, just thank you so much for all you do for us. And I pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you like this little, little podcast, if you like the podcast, give us a little bing, bling, bling. Bing, five stars. If you want to say something nice, we'd appreciate it. It helps get the word out. Thank you for the people who have responded. They want to be guests. We will get to you. I promise. It's like an extra busy season right now. In addition to Mark and I being on different time zones, which makes it hard. I just have a lot going on with two jobs and stuff. So we will yeah, get so back to you. We're having hard times with the, the email. Um, I'm trying yes. to take it over and I'm having a hard time logging in and it's like, I'm not very tech savvy. Michelle, no, you think. are, it's just telling me that someone's trying to break in and I'm like trying to approve it and it's not working. So we will, <laughs> well, I was just trying to take it off of you. Cause you yeah, sorry. It was me, but we will get back to you. But <laughs> if you do want to be a guest, email us at widow too soon M at gmail.com, or you can send us a direct message on Facebook or Instagram, any of the places we're there. And, uh, yeah, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Oh, that was so on key. I can't <laughs> even good. stand it. It was like, <laughs> Haley's always like, why do we even try? Like, I, I try to sing, okay? I try to sing. Like, <laughs> like it's she's like always just shaking her head. Like, okay, oh, I like great. to sing just as much as you. I just don't happen to have a good voice, but I like it. I've always wanted to be on the stage with a microphone, you know. It's just yeah. not my gifting. It's not, but you know. Yeah, it's not my gift either. In case anybody Casey was to be reminded, we are not natural singers. I mean, <laughs> no one cited us yet, but maybe yeah, not sure. not yet. <laughs> That's no. the whole point of this podcast is to get a record contract. Pretty much. Anyways, yeah. well, thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. God bless. Bye. Thank you.